0: We're born into our names, but we become family by heart. I'm Dustin Gruss, public speaker and family transition coach. When my wife and I found out in the beginning of 2016 that we weren't going to be able to have our own biological children just seven months into our marriage, we were shook. Little did we know what lied ahead through our journey of infertility, foster care, and where we are now having recently adopted our two beautiful boys. What we do know is every little bit of help we got along the way was priceless. And that's what we can expect with this podcast. Stories of inspiration and resources to lead you through that journey. From the heartbreak of infertility to the hope and blessings that come with foster care and adoption. We may have different stories, backgrounds, and names, but we're all family here. This is Family by Heart.
1: What's up, family? Welcome to another episode of Family by Heart. I'm your host, Dustin Gruss. And you know here, the idea is we come from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different ways of thinking, but we can all become family by heart. And if you know anything about our story, if you've been with us so far, you'll know that my wife and I went through fertility struggles. We found out we weren't going to be able to have our own kids just seven months into our marriage. And we went through a long period of grief and denial and all kinds of other emotions. And it was very debilitating. It affected us in some very strong ways in our mindset was always chaotic. We struggled to keep ourselves calm or in the right frame of mind, able to do the things that we needed to do. And it was a struggle. And our our counselor that we went to, our grief counselor helped a lot. And there was definitely a lot of keys that helped us finally get back onto the path of being functional and healing. And and, That's what we're going to kind of talk about today is whether it's you are facing the struggles of fertility issues, or maybe you're faced with uh, the unknown coming with foster care or waiting for a call with adoption, or really just about anything that could be going on in your life where your mind is a little bit consumed by the chaos We're going to talk about five ways to calm your chaotic mind. And I'm going to give you some examples of things that my wife and I experienced during our time in our story that certainly helped to go and support these five things that you can do to help calm your chaotic mind. And the first one is to keep it busy, keep your mind busy, and I don't mean just finding busy work to do just for the sake of it, because if that's all you do, if all you're ever looking to do is just occupy your mind with something else, with some mindless task, or or trivial things that really don't amount to anything, you're going to be right back where you started once that task, or that distraction is done. So what's going to be better for you is to find meaningful things for you to do each day to occupy your mind. Come up with a list of things to do, to accomplish that are going to help you move forward. Maybe not necessarily in the fertility or foster care or adoption realm, just things that are going to help you progress in your life, some other goals. Because again, if you're just looking to do things just to get them done, it's not gonna help. And it's very much so like that with people that focus on, okay, well, I'm having troubles with this. I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna get blitzed, I'm gonna get drunk. And you know what? Yeah, you might forget about your problems or alcohol being a downer is going to make your problems feel larger and that's not good and when you wake up the next morning your problems are still going to be there and they'll probably be a little bit bigger too because you're going to be dealing with a hangover a headache uh, whatever consequences came with you forgetting your responsibilities and going out and getting drunk so make sure you are setting yourself up for three to five things that you're going to do each day to help occupy your mind and help you progress in some way in your life because if you are distracting your mind with other things that are going to help you along that's going to carry over and help you um, and another way that I'll give an example of with with this was our again our grief counselor she gave my wife and I the task of At the end of each day, sharing at least one thing that happened to us that day that we were grateful for. And that occupied our mind in a way that we started looking for those things to be grateful for. Because we knew we were going to have to share that positive thing with each other. We had to hold each other accountable. And because we were able to do that, it distracted us. Plus, when we were looking for those good things... Next thing you know, they're happening early on in the day, and you're going to share them with your spouse right away instead of waiting all day to share it. And next thing you know, those things just kind of snowballed and kept accumulating. So look for the positivity in each day and look for things to do. Yes, that will distract your mind, but are going to help progress you in other ways in your life. Next, help others. This is always one of the best ways to help you get out of a lousy mood, um, to help you through the struggles that you're facing, is to help others. Because when you're able to help others, one, you're gonna receive gratitude back from them. And when someone shows appreciation for you, that's always going to help make you feel better. Um, But it's all because it's nice for us to feel appreciated. But also, by helping others, it makes your problems seem smaller or distant, It just for a little bit. So, helping others is definitely one way to do that. When we were faced with our fertility struggles, um, one of the things that I took part in was a men's retreat. I had gone on it several times, and... This time I was on team four, where I actually had to get up and speak in front of the group of men on this retreat. And I shared with them our story, our story of fertility, our struggles, what, what we've been going through, how I was able to be there for my wife, and how we were able to stay connected. And literally just before I went on to talk about our experience and share our testimony someone at my table of men confided in us about struggles he was facing as him and his wife were trying to conceive and it was making him feel inferior making him feel like less of a man because he was having trouble getting his wife pregnant and he was carrying a large burden on that and putting so much on himself because of that. So, when I was able to share my story, a planned story nonetheless, I didn't know he was much, and help him realize he needed to focus on not so much that they were having problems getting pregnant, but more focus on their relationship, how she could help. Him and how he could heal himself and and help himself through what he was dealing with. It's a certain part in my in my talk. Him and I just made eye contact, and he was like, "I get it, I get it." And it was such a healing moment for me, and definitely calmed my mind. And it was just, it was divine, is what it was. So it's. One one of the things is helping others is one way to calm your chaotic mind. Another way, pick up a creative hobby. It could be being a creative on social media. It could be painting, it be sculpting, it could be photography, it could be learning an instrument music is very therapeutic it could be many things but pick up a creative hobby because that creativity when you can find a way to express things that are going on within you in a, in a way where you don't maybe you don't have to verbalize it to like a counselor or a friend or your spouse but you're still using as an outlet that is very cathartic and a great way for you to release all the clouds and the storms and everything that's going on inside your head. So pick up a creative hobby. doesn't matter what it is. I love writing. I love reading. I love playing sports. Just Going to concerts. I mean, it doesn't have to be this big sellout. Uh, arenas or or stadiums, anything like that. Going to uh, little dive bars or cafes that have open mics. There you go. Uh, comedy. Pick up being a comedian. You know, give it open mic a try. It doesn't matter. Just find some outlets, some ways to release what you're feeling. Um, Again, big ones for me are are writing and music. I I don't play any instruments, but just listening to music and being one with it, maybe doing something physical while I'm listening to music is a great uh, release for me and in my mind when I'm dealing with those kind of things. Care for your Physical being. This is a huge one. When our mind is overwhelmed with stuff, one, a lot of people think numb the mind, quiet the mind. Again, alcohol, drugs, not a great idea. Um, But your mind and your body go hand in hand. And a great way to release what's going on in your head is taking great physical care of yourself going for a walk working out excessively or hard like busting your butt going finding like a local like kickboxing class or boxing class or throwing some heavy weight around going to a gym and that has slam balls and slamming it I mean just doing things that could help you release and express what's going on in here and the weight on here and what's going on in your chest. Release all that pent-up energy and take care of yourself in a physical sense. There's many ways to do it. Many, many ways to do it. Again, I mentioned the gyms, all that. Again, dancing could be one way to do it. It there's just so much, but you gotta take care of your body too. Because if you take care of your body, it's going to connect and release to your mind and take some of that stress off and relieve some of those brain waves and, and rewrite some of your brain paths. So because you're gonna, if you're constantly stressed and chaotic mind, you're constantly in that fight or flight mode. So if you can do something to release that and overwrite that, where you're doing something to relieve, whatever's going on that's got you so tense, that's going to help your whole nervous system. So make sure you're taking care of your physical being as well. And lastly, connect with others. And I don't just mean helping others. Helping others and connecting others with others are two different things. Do stuff for fun. Connect with friends. You can find Um, some support groups on social media dealing with the same issues that you're going through. Sure, absolutely. That's a great way to be supportive for them and them supportive for you. But at the same time, have fun outings. Go on dates with your spouse. Make sure you have someone watching your kids if you have them. But go on dates. Go on uh, double dates and group dates and group outings. There's groups that meet up, like running groups, and all kinds of different groups to belong to online um, that can get you out and doing more fun things and release a lot of what's going on in your head. Book clubs, going to sporting events, doesn't matter, just get out and connect with people. Because they might not all have the same situation that you're facing. We all have different situations that we're facing. You'll have some similarities, but if you're out there looking to connect to people, that is going to make you feel more like other people, no matter what your situation is. Getting in a group and connecting with others is gonna connect you more to this world than sitting at home behind a computer, behind a phone, behind a TV, behind anything else ever will. Getting out and connecting with other people. It's one of the biggest things you can do. If you are struggling to connect with anybody with what you're going through, if you're having trouble connecting with your spouse, if you're trouble connecting with your friends, just reach out, reach out, let them know that you're in a place that, you know, you're working through some things and you just need to make that connection and ask them to be patient with you, but give them the opportunity to be there for you as well. Because that's one of the things that I struggle with sometimes is letting People know that I'm having a hard time until it's all weighed on to me so much until I blow. I don't want to blow at my wife, at my kids, and my family, at some stranger. I want to make sure I'm being the best me now and back when we were going through our bigger struggles with the fertility and everything. So make sure that you are connecting with others. And if you are in the midst of fertility struggles and you're having a hard time connecting with your spouse, please feel free to reach out to me and see how I can help you through that because believe me, I get it. My wife and I were there Um, and here we are several years later with our two adopted kids. That's not the path for everyone, but it's a path we made it through and it's where we are now and there's still struggles but it's something that we work on together and I'd be happy to work with you and help you through whatever you are struggling with but that's going to wrap it up for this episode today again five ways to calm your chaotic mind keep busy meaningful tasks three to five meaningful tasks one of which, make sure you're counting your blessings, finding one thing you're grateful for at the end of each day, helping others, pick a creative hobby, care for your physical self as well as your mental self, and connect with others. Remember, it doesn't matter what your background is, what your ideas are for a family, we are all born into our names, but we become Family by our- heart. <laughs>